Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. And welcome back to Wrestling Mindset. Today we have the great world champion, Steve Michich. What's up? Congratulations, man. Great to have you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure, of course. Absolutely. So let's let's jump right into it. Let's talk about your your mindset going into a world championship at home in Serbia, where it's home and it's not home. Yeah. Talk about it a little. Yeah, so I actually was uh, pretty surprised to hear that the Worlds again were in uh, in Serbia after last year. Um, You know, so... I love Belgrade. That's kind of like my second home away from home, of course. So, I, I mean, I, I kind of knew how we could, uh, you know, how things were going to be ran again. At least it was kind of nice to that things were rooted back where I'm always at like a couple times a year. So that was nice. Um, and yeah, I knew this year, though, was going to be honestly a lot harder than last year, just with the depth of uh, 57 kilograms, you know. Um, obviously, you have uh, some of the toughest guys in the way in the in the world at the weight as well as you know guys coming down from 61 kilograms as well trying to make that olympic spot so you know we we really uh got prepared uh prepared well uh and after last year you know winning my first world medal getting bronze uh i was pretty i was pretty excited to just like you know get that medal off my back where like i had always been really close you know and you know mentally it was it was been t- it was pretty tough kind of like taking fifth at one, having European medals, but taking fifth at the Worlds, losing a really close match where I felt that the 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 refereeing was a little bit skewed when I wrestled Kazakhstan in Kazakhstan. So that was like, I was like, oh, geez, you know. Then uh, going to the Olympic Games and I, I got, I was sick, lost first match. Then trying to jump up and wait to go up to uh, basically 20 pound weight difference to go 141 for the college season and didn't go the way I wanted it to. So that whole year before that world medal was was very stressful for me. And then, uh, you know, kind of, you know, getting my confidence back, making the weight, doing the right stuff for my diet and, and going back down to 57, making it once a year, you know, I, I, I performed well. So it gave me that confidence booster going into this year it was like, Hey, I don't have to worry about a medal. Let's just, let's just worry about trying to be the best and just best I can be. Um, and I know I'm right there to win that. I can win this thing. If I'm, uh, if, if everything, you know, goes away, we, we want it to. Um, but this year being in Serbia to circle back, it was, 
was amazing. The way that it ended up being was pretty spectacular. Yeah, no, unbelievable. Really good. What what was your mental preparation like? Or how, well, I guess back up a little. How how has your mental preparation developed over time? You, yeah. High school to college to now. What are some things yeah. you've done and have developed? Um, I think like, um, you know, flexibility and just uh, learning to, I just have a, you know, having a growth mindset, I think is one of the best things in wrestling to have uh, because you have to learn from your failures. You have to learn and you have to stay, you have to stay positive and take away what you can from the situations to, um, you know, to grow further and knowing that like everything's not, might not be the best. And I've like always kind of been that wrestler where, you know, I've beaten the best guys, but not when it mattered or, you know, I, I felt that, you know, being in high school, high school, I, I did really well in college. I felt that I could have been a, you know, a couple of time national champion where my best where I did took was, was, I was a runner up. So I, it was like, you know, I always felt that I was like close and then Europeans, I was always bronze. Like I was European games, silver, um, you know, at 57, I was at, uh, this past world's year, I was bronze. So it was sort of like, I've always been like so close to the situation. And I think one of the things that kind of led me into the, into the situation for this year was, um, I had, I had been through a lot of, uh, difficulties, adversities, and I just, I just stayed positive. My mindset, like, like I said, basically coming from Tokyo and going into college that might've ruined so many wrestlers mindsets of being like, I don't even want to do this sport anymore. What am I doing this for? Um, but like going through that and being strong and coming out, uh, how positive I, I, I kept myself and knowing like, Hey, you know, I'm going through a lot right now. This isn't my weight class. This isn't, you know, I, I, I just stayed positive. Like I'm going to keep getting better. I'm going to keep improving. Let's just keep working. Uh, don't worry. It was, it's kind of like that, you know, analogy where you're this close to digging for gold and you just turn around quick kind of thing. And I actually, like, I was kind of always thought about that, but that's probably the closest thing you can, you can relate to now is just like uh, over time, I would say, I, I just really was able to elevate um, my growth mindset to the level of wrestling to where this world's, I would say was the best, my mind and my, my body, like my technique were in sync the most to where I just was able to not let anything phase me no matter what happened. Um, were you able to do anything? Did you do anything to keep, to keep yourself unfazed by all the surroundings? Um, I think one, it, would, it would be a very big deal if you won and you knew that. Yeah. 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 So you know, I didn't really think of it like, and in, in uh, like at the time, I never really was like, oh, you know, um, how I'm gonna win or like, wow, wow, I just got a big upset or anything. I didn't even like think like that. Uh, but before the before this summer, I, I I spent a little time doing some visualization, but it wasn't. It's not like a normal visualization. I talked to, I work with uh, Matt Gentry a lot because he's, you know, he's helped me with my wrestling. He's in the Chicago area with me. Um, he's kind of part of our Chicago galaxy, uh, as like an assistant coach as well. So, and he's worked like he, he works in physical therapy. So he's always been there for me, like working in the, in the recent years. And, uh, I was talking to him this summer about visualizing and it was like, how, how, how is the best way to visualize something and spend time focusing on it? Um, in like, in a way that you can, you know, because I always get distracted. I try to sit down. You never really know what the right thing to do for yourself is like what to improve. Right. right. And what, what, what he worded to me was like putting yourself in situations that are very, you don't have to spend a lot of time because if you think about it, visual, visualizing is something more than you're going to do anyways. So if you are going to focus on 
winning your matches, if you're coming out on top in a clutch situation or getting your hand raised or you're, you're fighting really hard to finish a shot and you forget it, you don't need to spend, you know, if you can spend your mental energy eight seconds thinking about that or 10 seconds thinking about that and it's enough, like where you're just focused on that, those are mental reps that you're doing that you wouldn't have done anyway. So you don't have to sit there for 10 minutes and just like think you're, you know, spend all this time where your mind's going all over the place. So what I ended up doing was uh, I, every morning I tried for like 21 days straight, I tried to sit down and just think about myself, what I wanted to do and just pictured myself on the podium, pictured myself with my gold medal on my neck, have the world champion belt on my waist. My Serbia is above everybody else. Things like that. Then I would picture, okay, I'm getting my hand raised. I pictured all of the guys like that I had, like the best guys losing to me, like hand raised. I give them a hug. They're looking like this. Uh, Uguyev, Abakarov, Higuchi, Armenia, everybody like that I pictured. The U.S. guy, Zane. Every, everybody I pictured was just like me winning, me winning, me hand raised. And then being in also, then I would think again, what the situations, everything was tough. I found a way to get a takedown. I found a way to defend off a leg. I found a way to do this. Just in my head, just telling myself that I'm that guy, I'm the world champ, I'm beating these guys. I spent like try to three to five minutes a day doing that, you know, whatever. But I would just try to keep routine 21 days. And then then, then from that time to time after those 21 days, I would just kind of like re-go re, re back to it. Not every day. I'm one of those people that uh, if I try to make something too routine, uh, I get a little bit in my head where it's like, this is why I'm doing it versus – no, I'm just, I just tried to make that something more in my, in my head. I don't need that visualization to win. It's just that helped me a lot to get somewhat of a belief in my in manifestation in my head that, that that's possible. The time is now to take your mindset to the next level with Wrestling Mindset. Make sure you go to our website, WrestlingMindset.com, and sign up for your free trial session today. Don't wait any longer. You want the mental edge right now. When you sign up for the free trial session, you're also going to get a copy of our free ebook, Building the Predator Mindset. This book has helped thousands of people build confidence, relax under pressure, get motivated, and build mental toughness in wrestling, school, and life. Make sure you sign up for your free trial session today. So, no, that's excellent because a lot of times when people think visualization, they just think about the hand raised, the metal the belt. And yes, that is one aspect of it, but there's also that aspect of it, like you said, where it's picturing yourself in the adversity situations where things aren't necessarily going perfect and you're still able to get it done. Yeah. And that's the thing that me and Matt talked about too. It was like, if, if I, if I am in a match, right. If do I pick, want a picture taking down Higuchi and taking him down and put leg lacing him and ending the match right away. Like you can do that, but how about you're in a, a battle for your life in a match that is crazy tough. Your things are heated. You don't know how things are going to go and you find out how to win in those situations, putting yourself in ready to where you're, you're ready for that fire. You're ready for that. Uh, you know, you're in the trenches having a, you know, in, in a, in a dog fight that you have to get out of and you come out on top. So those situations are more, you know, I think those were what were crucial to where I told myself, like, I'm clutch. I'm going to get a takedown. And I've never, you know, even this, we've been working obviously technically on those same areas, but it's sort of like they, it just transcended to where I didn't think anymore. I just did it. And then it was like, like, especially my Uguya match, I got the, the takedown with the last, you know, two, three seconds of the match to win. And it was sort of like, I'm clutch. And it was just like that, that usually doesn't happen to me, but I made it happen. And I felt that 
you know, winning in the finals, especially was like, I've done this so many times in my head that this is actually happening. I have to kind of absorb this moment because I like, this is what I pictured happening. So it was actually kind of mind blowing to believe that I've like made this something that in my head and manifested it to believe that I can do this and I'm going to do this, you know, past, present, and future. And then it happening was like, this is like one of the many times that it happened in the, I had to kind of just like take a second to just let it sink in. And that was, that was probably the craziest thing when people asked me about it the next days and the next, like probably took a couple of days to be like, I'm the world champ. And it's like, this is the reality. This isn't like me telling myself I'm going to be, or I am, or, you know, so it's, it's insane how strong your mind is because I would say that this year, this is what won me. This is what was, what, what made me world champion this year. It's because that, that had never been so fluid with my, body mind soul t- my technique my physical weight because you know the weight cut of 57 is really difficult for me to make uh i mean i only do it once a year so the, usually the, whenever i do it I, I feel better but i still don't feel very good it's something that's like difficult to you know so you know you got to think past that a little bit when you're when you're wrestling you have to you have to you can't dwell on the little things about how your body's feeling and i was just able to just you know lock into let my, my, my technique take over, let what I'm trained take over and felt good. That's great. And, and the visualization, like you said, it's like your past, present and future. And then you have, you have to actually take a moment and say, no, this is actually happening. Because if, if you just put yourself in the situation, the day of it's one checkpoint on a, on a, on a scale, on like a, a yeah. but if, but if you've been doing it, it's like, it's been going on. It's been, you've been having this moment over and over that now it's just like a tick mark. On exactly. The timeline, right? Exactly. And they, that's what was sort of like, you know, you, you win something and you, and you, yeah, that, that I would say that's exactly how it felt. It's just like, Oh, routine almost like in your head, it's, it's in your head. It's routine a little bit until you, and, and you're like sub in your subconscious till you realize like, yo, this is, I'm a world champion. So <laughs> Oh, that's, that's awesome. And a powerful testimony to uh, visualization, consistency, and like I said, visualizing the success as well as getting through the adversity. Talk about your pre-match routine. So everyone has a warm up that they do like maybe an hour, two hours before, but pre-match routine, I'm looking at the 15 to 20 minutes right before you step on the mat. Yeah. And your thoughts, your emotions, your behaviors. Um, What are you doing? How consistent is that? Uh, I would say it's pretty consistent always, but this year um, I did a lot of what I think what made me the strongest again, what with my mindset was I, I didn't let any, the outside factors to come in that you, you're naturally going to have as a human being, like my, your nerves, your doubts, your, uh, your uh, like how you feel in the moment, you know, like you know, you're all, oh, your arm hurts a little, or you're, you know, you're nervous. Like you got to go to the bathroom, your head hurt. Like, you know, there's a lot of things like my legs aren't feeling great. I'm shaking, you know, all these little things that come into you that, you know, then, or thinking about like the outcomes of the matches in the future that sometimes you can think you think about, or like the focus ends. Um, I just kept trying to tell myself again and again, that I, asked for this moment in my head and what, what kind of got me back to, to feeling like to where I was just ready to, to give everything I got was cause you can go into something, right. And you 15, 20 minutes before, and you feel all those nerves and you can kind of just forget like some of the stuff that you are, you prepared for to just for like this second. And you're just like, wait, 
I'm not letting anything that I prepared for this. I'm ready for this moment. This is what I want. Uh, and I had to really just kind of tell myself that no matter how I feel, like it should, it doesn't matter that I don't feel good. It doesn't matter that I'm, you know, it doesn't matter like how the match I'm, I'm ready. I'm prepared for this. That's I mean, it's going to take over, but I just kept, t- I didn't like, that was probably one of the first times though, that I never really was like thinking about how the matches were going to play out. I just was letting it just, and I was just going to be like, Hey, I'm just going to give everything that I have possible i'm going to try my absolute best i'm going to leave it every everything on the mat go to if i'll I'll die out there just by the effort that i'm going to put and that's it like there's no there's no need to think about i mean a couple points like hey we got to stay disciplined with my my how i'm tying up and engaging with the guy i got to stay you know with my movement we got to stick to a few game plan points that we're thinking about and technically but for the most part, it was just thinking about that. And then always referring back when things would get a little bit shit nervous, I'd get a little bit doubts. I would kind of go back to thinking like that again. And just, it kind of kept me numb. I would say numb is the best word. There was no, there's no emotion feeling. And if like from that end, it kept me, it kept me just kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds very action focused. Uh, keeping your cues very simple, not long and drawn out, and not and not directed towards the outcome of the match so much, but the little things that you're yes. looking to do. And then yes. when you catch yourself feeling those nerves, then it's no, I'm ready. I'm not going to let anything have an impact. Yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, exactly, exactly, totally, totally agree. That that's that's exactly what I'm saying. You you have that, uh, you know that feeling before. It's it's hard to control. I would say that's it's a difficult thing that you 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 get over time and time of competing at the at higher levels. You know, wrestling in high school, wrestling in college, wrestling at the international level. You know, as you go up to the highest level of competition, where I'm at now, uh, you get better at it. But you you it's easy to get distracted. Still, I mean, it's 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 hard to be on point and locked in, and that's you know what makes comp- competing difficult. It's not just there are so many factors that go into wrestling. So, um. But me, my mindset being straight for uh, like, yeah, I would say it was, it was consistency of my mindset, get it coming back to that idea, you know, and, and reminding myself, like, this is what I want, because I think if I didn't kind of just do that, sometimes I, I before have gotten caught up in the now of like, how do I, how do I feel in this current state? Like, do I want to be wrestling when I don't feel my hundred percent? Like, I don't like, I don't want to be. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I want to compete against the best when I'm at my best. And you might know, like, I don't feel my best right now, you know? And and I think that's a, a thing that people don't realize is like, hey, 
you might not feel your best, but if you just trust me, it's okay. That's, that's, I would to tell anybody about that. It's like, you don't have to feel your best to do your best. Yeah. uh, There's a lot of gold there in the things you're saying, like, say like, okay, yes, it's not that our feelings aren't important, but they're overrated. You do, you do what you got to do. You get your job done all the time when you don't feel well practices, lips, conditioning, your visualization. It's like, you don't always feel like doing it, but you're still able to do it. I thought, yeah, I think that's, that's really big. I like the word overrated a lot because your feelings being overrated to being like how you're going to output things, you know, that it's so it's like, not like some people think about what the other person's thinking or whatever, or like how they're feeling. Like, yeah, you can do that as well. Cause it's like, yeah, they're probably not feeling their best, but I, I just, for me to keep myself on, it was like, I don't care. Like I can still go out and try to like beat, beat the, I, I, I'm going to try my best to, to just go and try to hammer this guy. Like there's no other way I can put it to just say, Hey, I've got the skills. I know I'm the best skilled guy in the world. And I, in my, you know, that I can, that against the guys I'm wrestling, but there's always been things that I just kind of like make mistakes or I, I kind of, I'm a little timid or, you know, and this year I just didn't let that. I just was unfair. I thought everyone even look could see like, especially in my finals match, we were going back forth. You know, it was a very, very highly attack match. Very, you know, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a chess match from wrestling ends of like attacks and, and everyone knew like when I gave up a takedown, it was four to two. They were just like, yeah, we could just tell you were just still going to win the match. And that's how I felt. I was just like, okay, got to take down. I'm going to get another, t- I'm going to score. I'm going to score again. And it was just sort of one of those things that um, I didn't care that I, I was, you know, the way that things were, were going. So. That that's great. And, and, and it, there's a, there's a subtle point you brought in there that I'd like to lean into a little bit, because this is something that a lot of people feel a lot of wrestlers feel where you said, do what, do I want to be here? Right. We all get that. And that's something that a lot of people just don't acknowledge. And what you said before was that you reminded yourself, I want to be here. Like I asked for this. I think that's what your, your term. Was. Yes. I, I asked, asked for this. So talk about that a little bit, because I know that's common among even the highest level wrestlers. Yeah. So I'll give you, I'll give you the good example. So I, I, when I walked in, uh, it was probably like my first, second match. Like we started warming up and we were sitting, uh, like kind of like by the, we didn't go down in the main, there's like a big area where everybody in their, their like countries warming up and it's like a, it's crazy down there, but we went in the, the, the area that like they have for staging. So there's another mat. So a lot of the wrestlers were just staying up there because it's a lot less crowded. So when my weight was up, you know, you saw like Uguyev and Abakarov and uh, all, all of the strong guys in my Higuchi, everybody's warming up there. And it's just like, this is like crazy. You know, we have so many guys that I'm going to be wrestling that are world champs. Like in my, it's going to be a, a, a tough day, of course. And then I'm just like, wait, this is what I asked. This is what I want. Like, this is so cool. I'm part of this. I'm, I'm going to be the dudes to beat these guys. Like, I don't, like, I want, this is what I want. I want to be at war with these guys. Like, I don't want to be sitting home at like, like, Oh, you know, you can say all this, you can think all this until it's time to be, you can't forget about all the things you've asked for, all the things you've put in, all the things you've trained, all the improvements you made. This is what it's all about. doesn't matter if you feel like you're 10% of yourself. Like I'm going to make it count. Yeah, no, I think, I think that's great. That's awesome. And, and being in that optimal mindset for this, it would seem like the next level would be making sure you putting that down on paper, writing it down. Yeah. Like, this, yeah. This is how I felt. This is what I did. 
and then yeah. practice replicating that over and over again, which you get, you can never guarantee your success, but you raise your chances of yes. getting back to that. Yeah. And that was one thing that I did actually on the plane home was, I mean, I took my time off, but then on the plane home, I have like a journal that I write stuff a lot in. And it's not like, no, I try not to be routine, like too routine on like exactly like every day, sit down, right. Uh, I'm disciplined enough to do the things I need to do, but it's always a good point to look back on things that I was thinking about before I wrestled things that I did. Cause I have to, I have to keep a journal, especially with my weight cut, keep the journal, what I'm doing, right. How I felt like the, the workout that I did in the morning before the night, the night before, et cetera. Um, and then like also the wrestling end of it, right. I'm writing down like kind of the things that I wanted to do the week leading up, like, Hey, these are my focus points going to the tournament that I just look over one couple of times when I'm feeling a little bit, like, I just want to, you know, clear my head and not think about anymore. Just let's look. And then, uh, afterwards I was like, what did I have to remember? Like the things that I was telling myself, write this down. What I, what I was telling myself where my mindset was, um, because that, that was, like I said, if my mindset felt so strong this term, I got to know exactly what it was when I was feeling it. So that that's important because I'm going to look back at that next year. Like I'm going to look at, look back at that this year, obviously, but especially next year when it's coming back time to that, the Olympics, Olympic time. Right. Exactly. And being in that unique, I want to replicate it. You know, I don't, I want to have a better tournament next year. Exactly. Exactly. Bring, bringing the best. And, and knowing that obviously it always brings every tournament brings different mental dynamics and everything. Now coming back, knowing defending world champ, right. You know, instead of looking at it, like, Hey, the podium is wide open. It's not like I'm defending anything. Right. It's yeah. It's yeah. something I want to take now. Exactly. And that's, that's, that's funny that you said that because that's how I, I thought about it was like, Hey, you're the best in the world this year. And I, I, I believe that I'm the best that I can win gold next year. But it doesn't give me that, like, I'm on some pedestal to where, you you know, I mean, you people probably think like, oh, there's a target, there is a target on my back. Of course there is. But there's, it is, there's no less target on Uguyev's back or Higuchi's back or Abakar's back or uh, Haratunian's back. They're all, uh, you know, or the, I mean, whoever the American is. Like, there's no, there's no, uh, like, difference in the competitiveness of our Olympic bracket. So, uh, me coming into it, I'm just as much of a challenger as I am the returning champ. So th you have to remember, and, and, you know, that's, that's a, uh, a task where I'm going to come next year as, as a, as a better and different wrestler than I was this year to where I've made the improvements. I'm trying to make the changes and it's something that people aren't, aren't ready for. So I'm excited for this, this next uh, Olympic Olympic games, especially, like I said, the way that Tokyo went for me, you know, the gold's given me the confidence, but the, that, that fire in my belly is from Tokyo still because of how bad it went and how, Hey, I'm getting a second chance at this again, at, at a thing that could be the, my last in Paris. Um, you know, this is something that I'm going to make all, worth it all. You know, I, I really am. And I, I, I can't wait for that opportunity. It's, it's burning. So I'm, I'll be focused. I'll be ready. And that's like a cool thing that I, I kind of have to, like you said, you have to stay grounded. You can't be, you know, your mindset has to be in the right place again. And maybe, maybe, maybe probably stronger to be honest. Absolutely. Now, now last question, managing the hype. And that, because obviously for the Olympics, it's a big deal, right? It's a, it's, huge. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, an, it's not just a competition. It's a big event. And we know there's been many, high level athletes, even favorites that have, that have cracked, not because necessarily mental hiccups before the match, but maybe getting too involved into the Olympic scene. Now there's always an element of you do have to do interviews. There's, there's, there's like parts of the professionalism of it, but how do you keep your head 
straight where you're not getting too involved in what's going on around you? How do you shield yourself from the event to focus on the task at hand um, and still enjoy I, the Olympics? I think, I think the, the main thing is that uh, I, I, I do have on my side is like, I've had the experience of, of competing and being in those scenarios you know, being in the Olympics in Tokyo, I know it wasn't the same as it, it probably will be this year. This this year is going to be much, no restrictions, nothing with like the COVID. It's going to be very lively, eventful. Um, And also I've been like the European games are very similar. Like any, you know, any of the IOC games or have that kind of the village and athletes you kind of know what you're getting. They're very similar. So being able to deal with all the chaos that just doesn't involve wrestling, maybe just like, you know, a lot of sports, a lot of countries, a lot of uh, hype, like you said, um, so I think that's kind of something that's nice is like, I have experience to where, like, I know how to conduct myself, how, how I want to be, you know, still be excited and, and like, you know, lo- taking it all in at the same time, but being, being locked in mentally. Um, so that's, that's a, a plus about this thing. Um, and like I said, I think, the, uh, there, there's just no way around how I, how I feel about Tokyo that, that is, I'm not going to bring to Paris when I'm there. So um, the closer that draws, the more, the more eager and hungry I'm going to be for this year and excited, you know? Um, so that, that's, that's something that I feel like I'm already, I've already kind of like put in my mind that like this, that, that tournament like happened for, for a reason for me. Like I know it, at the time it was like the worst day of my life. It might be still one of the, one of the hardest days, at least for me. And, uh, I think for, there's a reason why that's kind of been able to build, build, build me up as a stronger person mentally. So actually, you know, I had a, a really hard training camp about a month before, or like five weeks before the world championships, we had like a bunch of guys come together. Uh, we had like uh, Daniel DeShazer and we had Lachlan O'Neill and from UNC, a little bit of a bigger body, but we still had, it was pretty much like 57, 61 kilo guys in there. Uh, and then we had, I had a uh, uh, Renario Ortega, from uh, Cuba come he, he he's defected into the U.S. He wasn't competing at Worlds and he's training at Iowa State. So, you know, we had we had this train uh, training camp for a week and then uh, Ortega stayed with me for two extra additional weeks. And so every day when we wrestled matches, we had a lot of, you know, like things where it was like, hey, we kind of have to put myself in match time scenarios. He's one of the best in the world. I mean, he's a two-time U23 world champion. I know he doesn't have a senior medal, but, uh, you know, it was crazy having him in the, in the competition where he's extremely competitive there's, he's got no, there's no like, uh, pressure on, he's just competing, trying to give his all toward me where I'm in a lot of, you know, you know, managing weight, being the guy in the middle, the guys are switch changing in on me. And after wrestling with him so much, it felt like I was competing for a medal and just like the, the, the tenseness and training, right. To where like, I, I wasn't even really sure how I was ready for the tournament. I was like, man, like the amount of struggle that I had, like, I'm, I'm kind of like a little bit uh, nervous. Like I'm not even going to think about like winning this thing kind of in a way. And then going into that preparation of how I felt, but just keeping my mindset strong through all of it. And then I didn't really think about the outcome that much at the end of the tournament. I just was like, I'm just going to fight because I'm, I, I can fight. I'm, I'm used to this fight. I've prepared for the battles in, in, in the practice. And he kept saying to me, he's like, in here is the hard stuff. Then tournament easy. And I know the tournament wasn't easy, but at the end of the day, it was like, man, it, it did feel that like this preparation got me ready for it. So being in those situations, being prepared like that, um, then just having the mindset to be ready for it. Cause 
when your mind isn't ready for something and things get elevated, things seem like the worst thing possible. But when you're really prepared for something and it never, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't reach that expectation or maybe it is, it, things just don't feel as bad anymore. So kind of how you scale your mindset to things you're about to take on, uh, you know, it's like working yourself up for something really hard that really isn't that bad or kind of showing up for something unprepared that's horrible. It changes your day, not just in wrestling, but in life. And I kind of think about how that situation prepared me mentally, obviously, technically, physically, all of that stuff too, but how it, how it affected me mentally going into this tournament to where I was just, you know, I was expecting to be in, in, in a war against everybody that wrestled my first round match too, which I, you know, I got a tech fall in first. I, I was like ready for what I was wrestling against Ortega. Like, right. So right. it was, it was crazy how, how that kind of, yeah, it's, it's like putting yourself in the stressful environment mentally and physically in practice, but at the same time, not taking it too serious. Like looking at that as this is a good thing because I'm going to be prepared, but at the same time, not letting it get me down if I'm not having a great day or I feel like I'm really struggling. Like just kind of knowing that the coaches are doing things to make it hard on you. You're going to have a period yes. of time where, you, where you're able to taper and to recover and to get this back. But in the moment, it's like, crap, yeah. I don't have anything left. And, and it's still yeah, hard I to keep that confidence. Exactly. I've heard like tons of things, like a lot of wrestlers, especially like David Taylor saying like he loses a lot in training and you're just like, he loses in training. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's like, Hey, this is training. This is practice. Like I lose some days too. This is training. This is, I I'm not at my peak yet. I'm, you know, because then we did the right thing. We, we did a lot of this live on, we, we put ourselves in a lot of these situations. And then when it was time to taper, we worked on a lot of my timing, a lot of repetitions, a lot of things. So now when it was time to go, I'm clicking on all cylinders and now I'm ready for that fight. So, you know, like I said, it's, it's training. We're, we're put in these environments. So you have to tread lightly in those situations, you have to bring your all to training. You have to make the adjustments going every day from practice. It's it, that's the hard part of wrestling. And that's the struggle because a lot of times I come in like dreading, like, Oh geez, like how's workout, but we'd have to come in. I have to come in and make some ch changes, but we, I kept it here as much as stressful. I made it there. I had to keep it lightly when I came off the mat and just kind of remind myself, Hey, this is training. Let's. And uh, yeah, obviously like, but I was, I was my, my level of uh, you know, of uh, readiness was 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 risen high by the time I went to to the world championship so I was like pretty locked in on that end um, awesome yeah, the, so, the, cool point yeah oh yeah and that example you gave with Taylor like I was gonna say that actually I was gonna jump in really and that, well yeah that he that he said well he mentioned in his interview that he's like the, some of the hardest workouts he has are in his practice room he said it's not going to compare so what do you mean it's not going to compare you're going to be wrestling as Donnie but it's like you're going against good guys in the room too and the coaches are doing things to make it hard on you they're keeping them fresh so they could sick them on you yeah so that's that's how it felt like out there it was just uh I mean thankful for him and all my sparring partners that came in because we I've had so many guys that I I've worked with that I I always like could thank enough because you know coming in working out with me you know, understanding the situation where it's like, yeah, it's helping a lot of these wrestlers too. I know they're, and they're helping me for worlds, but you know, hoping that it can help them in the future too. So it just kind of keeps things like, I don't know. Yeah. Th those situations, man, uh, definitely something that people got to put into, into their, uh, you know, into consideration for their mindset is like preparing for training and being ready in those situations, because you know, that's where, that's where the titles are won. Right. Awesome. Steve. Very exciting. Where, wh what do you have coming up next? 
And if there's anything that we missed that you wanted to talk about. Uh, I mean, right now, just training. I'm back. I'm in, I'm in Chicago right now. For those who don't know, I've been training since 2022 back home. My dad's like my main, my, 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 like main coach that, that we've been working together even when I was at Michigan, but I'm back home now training, uh, like our club, Chicago galaxy international wrestling club. It's basically like our RTC that we started up to help fund me and also to start building, bringing some athletes in the Chicagoland area without any university ties. Um, so there's a lot of good freestyle athletes that we always have in come from camps overseas or working with other RTCs is pretty cool. And I'll probably compete next. I'm assuming February at the uh, European championships uh, at, uh, at 61 kilos. So I'll be, I'll be there just to get some competition. It's going to be a strong competition. A lot of the guys in my weight are obviously, uh, also kind of like me where we're 61 kilos coming down. So all of them are qualified. So I'm going to be probably wrestling a lot of them at the, at the tournament, which will be, which will be nice to kind of have that, uh, earlier exposure to kind of like, it's still, you know, post worlds, but, you, and, but I get to make a lot of, I still have so much time, you know, six months from, or February to August. Yeah. About five to six months of changes that I can kind of have before, you know, so I'll probably wrestle February at the European. So that's the plan right now. We'll see. Anything changes. Awesome, Steve. Keep crushing it. We wish you the best. Take Thank care. Thank you buddy. so much. Hey, I really appreciate you having me. Thank you. Take care. Yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.